Well, how's everybody doing today? We are here for another episode of AUSU Open Mic. And uh, we got a really cool show here. We're going to, uh, this episode, we're going to be talking to Natasha Donahue. And uh, say hi, Natasha. Hello. Um, why don't we start with a bit of a, an introduction? Uh, obviously, great to have you here. This is their first episode. Uh, the first couple, we've missed we've missed you. And so uh, the fact that we've been able to get you into the city and uh, wrangle you in here to do an episode on the podcast uh, for AUSU is pretty cool. So um, why don't we just start with do, uh, do a bit of an introduction and tell everybody, uh, name your position and what uh, what program you're in, and we'll we'll start there. Yeah, so I'm the Vice President of Finance and Administration for the AUSU here. Um, I've been a student at AU since 2013. Um, I started uh, back then on a Bachelor of General Science, and that's what I'm continuing on to this day, and I'm planning to graduate uh, next year, actually. Love science. This oh, is the one. Too. This is the one thing that you and I have connected on right from the minute that you got on council is that we both love science. Yeah, and, absolutely. Uh, so yeah, usually you can find Natasha and I just kind of hanging out in the corner talking about r- random scientific, you name it. Like umami. Yeah, yeah, that was today's. Yeah. Um, so obviously you're the VP Finance Administration. Um, just for everybody listening, what the heck does the VPFA do? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, so... Um, from the title, as you can tell, I oversee the finances here at the Students' Union. Um, so that's like working on the budget, uh, monthly financial statements, uh, you know, the electronic funds transfer that we do every two weeks. So very exciting stuff. Um, although Definitely I d- exciting. <laughs> although I do have to say it is exciting because um, producing the budget and uh, everything that goes along with that is it's essentially forecasting into the next year and um, kind of coming up with what, you know, a game plan in a way of what we're going to be doing. So uh, I do think that's really insightful. Um, I also do policy work here. So that falls under the administration side of things. Um, every month we oversee policies that are kind of uh, they're set up on a schedule and uh, we're able to make sure that our systems are working properly for us uh, within those policies as well as identify possible areas of expansion um, or new policies that we might want to produce. Um, this year we actually, well Jody, you'll know this for sure, but for everyone listening, we, we just did a major overhaul of our position policies. Uh, that was quite a long and um, involved task. There was a lot of people who worked on that with us. Uh, it was supported by the whole executive team, so that was quite a big project. Um, but aside from those two realms of work, I also uh, sit on a number of committees with the Athabascan University, so that makes up a lot of the bulk of my time that I spend with the Students' Union. And that, uh, you know, you kind of get to know what's going on at the university, how it's structured, the governance there, the different um, projects going forward. Um, but I also have to, or I also get to have a voice in that. So I get to bring ideas to the table that might not be there otherwise, as well as form relationships with people within the university to help us push forward some of our projects. What's it like sitting in those committees when you're literally representing like 40,000 students and, and, and you're the voice in the room? I mean, it, it must be uh, pretty cool to say the least. Yeah, I guess I, I, that's a good way to put it. It is pretty cool. Uh, sometimes there's, you know, it's really nothing. It's... um. 
you don't really say anything. You, you get the information and you communicate that information back to the council and the executive. And that's really valuable. But there are times where you need to speak up and there are things that are important for students to be saying to the university so they know how they should be moving forward. And those aren't always easy to bring up. Uh, it really does depend on the subject at hand, but there have been times where I've had to speak up and um, I wasn't necessarily comfortable doing so, but um, you you kind of have to bring that uh, lack of fear with you into those meetings so that you can properly represent the students. Yeah, absolutely. Um, first of all, before we get too far as well, I want to congratulate you on being reelected into your role too. So it wasn't only uh, not even a month ago uh, when AUSU ran our our midterm election. And of course you were uh, elected back into your VPFA position. So um, pretty cool that you're going to be sticking around for another year and continue the work that you've been doing in saying that you've just finished a year. Um, tell us some highlights from your, from your first year. What stands out to you when, when you think about that first year sitting on the executive committee? Well, for sure. And thank you very much. I appreciate the uh, congratulations. Um, I was really excited to get reelected and to continue on with the work that we've been doing at our, in our team. As far as what's gone on in the last year, definitely quite a bit has happened. And um, if I were to pick out a few highlights, I guess I would start with our um, council retreat. So the entire council got together uh, in June of last year. Um, that was a few months after our general election. We had a brand new council of 13 members. Um, and it was really cool to see all of these individuals come to Edmonton from across Canada um, who represented so many different types of students and to have an in-person um, kind of, well, I guess it, it was a retreat really. So we had an in-person retreat together and we really got to get through some really cool stuff and just you know, making those relationships even more concrete. Aside from that, uh, going to Ottawa with the rest of the exec team uh, for CASA's Advocacy Week. So Yeah, CASA, very cool. Yeah, that was really awesome. CASA's the Canadian Alliance of Student Associations. Um, so we're a part of that at a federal level. We join students from uh, uh, student unions across the country, the Quebec Students Union as well. And uh, we're able to be a part of that uh, organization um, on different, we sit on different committees. Um, we have to run for those every year so we could run for board positions and so on. But uh, there are four different conferences, I believe. Um, and my role is able to attend the Advocacy Week conference. So that falls in November, usually, depending on whether it's an election year or not. And we're able to go out to Ottawa for a week and have um, meetings with senators, MPs, and other stakeholders uh, in order to advocate and lobby for different needs that post-secondary students have, either from um, the graduate, undergraduate level, um, and representing all different demographics across the country. So that was a really unique experience. I definitely wasn't expecting that coming into this role, but um, it was a, a really big highlight for my year. Um, let's see, what else is there? I guess I already touched on the position policy project. That was a lot of work that went into that. Um, aside from that, I guess the last thing I would bring up is the, the other project that you and I have been working on, which is the um, service evaluation tools. So we created a way to, tr to track uh, all the different services that AUSU provides students, including advocacy. And uh, we're going to be using that to, uh, to see how well we're delivering these services to our students, what we could improve on, possible areas of expansion or development, 
Um, and then we'd like to communicate that back to our student members to show them exactly what their money is going to. Because as you all know, you pay a, a membership fee to be a, a student member with AUSU for with each course you take. Yeah, there's no question that there's been so many different things happening throughout the year. Um, you know, you and I get opportunities to connect on a number of different levels, whether it's policy development or uh, with, you know, the, the shared responsibility that we have around the financial uh, health of the organization and maintaining that and keeping track of it. Um, obviously, these positions on executive, you know, you don't need experience to come in here. And you guys are coming in with a certain level of experience that has really benefited the organization. So I'm going to ask you a little bit about what is the best part? And eventually, just to give you a heads up, it's going to also be what's the worst part or maybe the worst, the, the, the most challenging, if you will. Mm -hmm. um, but just to start, what's been the best part about being on the executive committee so far? Well, that's a hard question to answer. I'm not usually good at Outside these. of just hanging out with us. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Um, let's see. There's so many good things. I think, though, probably for me, the best part is actually the relationships that I've been forming. Um, that might sound like a bit of a cop out, but uh, I, I really value the relationships I have with people in general. And I really like to form strong connections. I like collaboration, problem solving, uh, innovation. Those things are very important to me. And uh, it's nearly impossible to go forward with any of those without a strong team. So I would say that number one most important or best thing that's happened um, is all of the really cool relationships I've formed both at AUSU as well as different with different students that go to AU, different student execs from different schools around Canada and Alberta, as well as um, the school itself. So just being able to connect with even, you know, the dean of the Faculty of Science and Technology, uh, Dr. Lisa Carter. Um, I was able to forge a pretty um, good relationship with her just from sitting on her faculty council and doing a presentation for them. Um, that's allowed me to really open lines of communication with her on a number of different topics. Um, nice. Yeah, so uh, I think that's really invaluable. Yeah, absolutely. So in a nutshell, what would be the most challenging thing that you encountered this year? Um, so I'm going to come back full circle again to those relationships. Um, the most challenging thing is definitely being that voice and, and making sure that you always remind yourself that you are that voice and it's not your personal opinion. It's what's best for your constituents, which in this case is the students. And, um, you know, making those calls, those tough decisions to bring something up that you might not otherwise bring up if you weren't representing a, a large um, proportion of people. No doubt. Now, you also mentioned earlier that you sit on a number of AU committees as, uh, as the representative from AUSU. Share some thoughts uh, about sort of some of the internal work that you're doing uh, on those committees and sort of what that's been like. Uh, yeah, it's been incredibly valuable and insightful for me, both on a personal and professional level. I would say that personally speaking, I've gained a really in-depth uh, knowledge of how our school runs and potential barriers that lie in the way of people in different situations, as well as um, areas for improvement. You probably also found a number of different conversations that you know, when you get to see the other side of the fence in a university, I mean, so many students, all they see is, is sort of the student side of things. How unique is it when you are suddenly a student and now you get to see the other side as well, which is the administrative decision making that takes place within a university? And of course, you and I will both know that it, a lot of that work is done through these committees. Absolutely. Um, it's really eye opening, I think is the way I would put it. 
I would have had no, absolutely no idea that all of this kind of work is happening in the underground, I, I guess I would say, because as a student, like a normal AU student, I never thought that much really went on beneath the surface. I guess you don't really mm-hmm. see anything except for for what you're shown just by them reaching out to you. So being able to c- come into the school and sit on these committees, I, ge- I sit on the General Faculties Council Committee. Um, along with that, I get to sit on the Executive General Faculties Council Committee. Um, and the GFC is one of the m- two main governing bodies of the university. So Brandon and Melinda sit on the Board of Governors, which is the other one. And Brandon also sits on GFC with me. So just a bit of background there. But um, sitting on that committee and being on the exec committee, which sets up their agendas and talks about different um, complaints or concerns or comments that are brought forward from members of the committee or the council, um, has been extremely eye-opening. It's been really good to see that there is robust conversation happening at these levels And it's also very satisfying to know that they've invited students to sit on these committees, councils, and to have a voice, and that that voice is is measured uh, with the same weighting as any other voice that sits on that council. Um, So I would say very eye-opening, satisfying, and surprising, maybe. And yeah, I I just think that there's so much work that's happening there that the, the average student is just not aware of it. And uh, I think the first time you get to to hear those uh, conversations, it's unique to say the least, but um, you also find out that things don't happen quick either. I mean, you might be having a conversation now and it, and it actually doesn't, uh, you know, some of those decisions don't actually play out, you know, maybe even a year from now, a year and a half from now. So sort of understanding the concept of how things move along within a university environment is also usually pretty new to students. Absolutely. And it's also um, along that same vein, um, it's pretty cool to see just how many lo- levels of authority, I don't know if I want to say authority, but different levels of acceptance for different ideas that um, things really need to go through. Um, so you've got conversation happening at so many different uh, levels of the organization of the university itself that there really is a lot of opportunity for uh, input there. And uh, I think that kind of kind of plays into how things move really slowly, but Uh, I think it's that balancing act that you need to kind of walk that line um, between things happening efficiently, but with everybody's input. Um, And it's been really cool to see how that process happens, because as a student, you kind of get frustrated when things don't change when they've been identified as issues. But um, you kind of get a sense of the process that things really need to go through. Yeah. And at, at the end of the day, it's creating some awareness about what that's like. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, super interesting. Uh, we're going to s- just change up the pace here a little bit. And essentially what we want to do is, uh, we're just going to rapid fire some questions at you and we're going to get to know the real <laughs> Natasha Donahue. Okay. Um, okay. We're going to start really easy and then we're just going to get into some random stuff. And so then just whatever comes to your mind. Um, favorite color? Blue. Okay. Good call. We're off to a good start. <laughs> uh, salty or sweet? Mm, oh no salty maybe both could be an answer <laughs> i think i would go with both <laughs> just have a, like a bowl like, of chips like kettle of corn <laughs> <laughs> or chips with m&ms in them oh, oh. okay now yeah I'm getting, now i'm getting hungry <laughs> favorite movie oh my gosh nightmare before christmas oh that was quick and so unique too like, yeah where does that come from it's from the the you know the annals of my my life my eight-year-old self <laughs> coming through <laughs> i love it um and i love how you're just so confident with just like throwing yeah. that out too it's like 
I no, collect. There was uh, no waiting. I definitely collect uh, memorabilia from that one. So no way. Yeah. Um, along the same lines, but uh, what is the favorite band or song on your playlist right now? My favorite band is Mother Mother, and uh, confidently yet again because uh, they've helped me through quite a bit in my life. But as far as favorite song. I'm going to have to go with New Slang by The Shins, which is a completely different sound. You know what? You and I got to combine our playlist because I've never heard of anything by The Shins. Oh, you need to. Yeah, well, I'll hook you up. Okay, that sounds good. Uh, best course that you've taken at, or maybe maybe not the best course you've taken at AU so far, maybe your favorite course at AU that you've taken so far. That's a great question. Um, I would say my favorite course is, I think it was, I was actually just thinking about this last night. It's funny that you've asked this. Uh, I think it was History 405. I think that's what it was. And it's the History of Science. And um, nice. it was just such a fun course. And I really like that there was actually an entire part, like section of that course, an entire book dedicated to women in, in the history of science. So Fantastic. And yeah, you got to think that that textbook would be huge. Um, it's actually not, which is unfortunate, but it the is. The history of science. <laughs> well, the history of science, it's, it was, it's the history of science in society. Ah. Let me put it so it's a bit, yeah. Okay, that's fair. Best vacation spot you've been to? Oh, best vacation spot, Yellowknife, hands down. Nice answer, which ironically is tied into my next question, and we did not plan this. Uh, favorite place that you've watched the Northern Lights? Oh, it, yeah, I think I nailed that one. <laughs> yeah, so um, I definitely would say Yellowknife, and that's because I love the space. So I went to Yellowknife specifically to see the Northern Lights. Yeah, I kind of picked that one specifically for you, just because I knew you would have a yeah have some experience. That's doing hilarious. That. Um, throw me a random hobby. Random hobby is astronomy a good one, or is oh, that absolutely, a bad? Yeah. Here's another one: painting. I love painting. Very yeah. cool. Um, that's all the questions I've got, and there's no prizes. There's no points. So nobody wins, but uh, yeah, that was fantastic. We got to, we got to know you a little bit more. Yeah, I think you all win because you got to know me better. That's right. <laughs> we're all we're all winners. Just kidding. Um, just as we wrap up here, Natasha, um, throw some things that you're potentially looking forward to this year. Uh, obviously, you're going into the second term of being the VPFA, and uh, what are some things that uh, are sort of um, on your to do list? Uh, kind of leading into the next year. What are you looking forward to? What am I looking forward to as VPFA? I think further is refining the uh, VPFA position is probably one of them. Um, right this year, we've kind of, we kind of went through a little bit of an experimentation with sticking me on different committees in AU. So that was something that's kind of new to my role. And uh, I think we're going to further refine that and see if there is other changes that we'd like to make. So I'm pretty excited for that. Um, I'm also excited, and this is going to sound kind of lame, but I love systems and I love policies. So um, I'm also really excited that I'm going to create a VPFA cheat sheet, and I'd like to do that so that uh, next transition, uh, when a new VPFA comes in, that they, they can do that really smoothly and uh, have a little bit of a reference guide. Love it. Um, yeah. Love otherwise, it. I don't know. I don't. I just. I love working with this team. The team we've got here at AUSU, our executives, as well as our council and the staff, is pretty amazing. And uh, I'm not 100% sure what's coming in the next year, but I'm sure it's going to be amazing too. Yeah. There's always opportunities that come out from left field that you didn't even think were going to happen. So mm -hmm. uh, you can always count on that as well. Yeah. And I agree. We've got a great crew here. You know what? It was great having you in here. Hey, thanks. Welcome to uh, AUSU Open Mic. This is your this is your first of many, I'm sure. I sure hope so. This so is a lot of fun. We'll get you in here and uh, 
I want to thank everybody for kind of hanging out with us today. We got to know Natasha and we're going to learn a little bit more about the shins. Matter of fact, we need to maybe we'll open up the show or something like that with a song from the shins. I love it. Sounds good. All right. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, Natasha. All right. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for listening. All right. Have a good one. Bye.